Active the Hive. Launching your Hive sequence. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Smarter Marketing Revolution. Presented by Hidden Force Media with your host, Alex Vonderhaar. Welcome to the Hive. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back. It's that time of year. Everybody's slowing down. Everybody's thinking about mm, that good holiday food. Those fun conversations, maybe having a little bit too much bourbon. It's that time of year. It's a desirable time of year. And um, a lot of you are kind of thinking, okay, I've got a week, maybe a week and a half off to where I can think about where I want to go next year, how I can implement different things to get me further ahead than where I got this year, and what I can actually focus on that's going to make a difference. And I don't want you in the process to forget about the fundamentals. Just like in sports, just like in cooking, just like in life with everything, there's fundamentals of marketing and advertising that get us to where we need to go. That when practiced, when studied, when repeated over and over and over again, you become unstoppable. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Tom Brady, Wayne Gretzky, all focused on the fundamentals. And often I see so many marketers, so many online gurus, they don't even talk about the fundamentals. They're talking about the, the trick shots, the, the, the hard hook on a slice or trying to make a 50-foot putt, and it just it doesn't work, does it? And then you try it, and it doesn't work again, and then you think that there's something wrong with marketing as a whole, as opposed to you were trying to sink a 50-foot putt. Now, I want to get down to the heart of the matter, the power, the force, the overwhelming urge to own that make that makes marketing and advertising actually effective. And it comes from the market itself. It doesn't come from your copy. It doesn't come from your images. Copy cannot create desire for a product. It can only take the hopes, the dreams, and the fears, and everything that you desire that already exists in the hearts of all of your audience and focus those existing desires onto a particular product or service. That's the number one goal for a copywriter. It's not to create the desire, but to channel and direct it. That's the force that makes advertising work. And actually, it would be impossible for any one advertiser to spend enough money to actually create this desire. We can exploit it, sure. And when it dies, we can try to run against it, or we can try to run the idea again. And this has been shown time and time again across so many different fields. I think about the automotive industry a lot. In the 1940s, almost 1950s, in order to display this new standard of living that was rising in the American public, people decided that they wanted a longer, lower, wider car. And what did Chrysler do? They decided to go against the trend. They totally bucked it with a fine functional car with more head, leg, and shoulder room on the inside, but shorter and squattier on the outside. Now, Chrysler developed a multi-million dollar campaign and was prepared by one of the best agencies in, in America. 
but the results against the tide of mass desire were catastrophic. Now in the 50s, cars had become universally long and drivers were appraising each other's car in terms of horsepower. Now this is where there was a new public demand. The twin H, the Hudson Hornet, had twin exhaust Cadillac, the Chrysler 300. It all exploited the trend, and it rode to gain millions of dollars in extra sales. Ford decided to play it down and devoted millions of advertising dollars to sell safety. And again, it ran into a wall of disinterest, and the results were abysmal. They went against that force. So, what is the force of mass desire, and how is it created? I think Eugene Schwartz is probably the best in the universe about talking about this, and he says that we can define the mass desire quite simply. It's the public spread of a private want. Now, we deal with percentages of populations in what we do. As advertisers, as businessers, there's a propensity for 50% of the market to like you. Now, 50% is always going to hate you too. But our job's not to worry about the people that are going to hate us, regardless of what we do, what we say, how we market. Our job is to go after that 50% that have the propensity to like us. And what we can look at with this is that in that force of mass desire, it's the moment when that private desire is shared by that statistically significant number of the 50% that are large enough to profitably repay selling these people that a market is born. When we have this, we get what's called the amplification effect of successful advertising. It's the idea that I can spend $1 on advertising and create 50 or 100 in sales. But this effect only really takes place when advertising exploits already existing desires. And when it tries to create this desire, it no longer is advertising, but education. And as education, it can produce at best only $1 in sales for every $1 spent on advertising. No single advertiser can afford to educate the American public. It's just not possible. But there are nationwide forces that create mass desire. There are many of them, but they fall generally towards two ideas, two categories. There's permanent forces and forces for change. Permanent forces is almost this idea of like a mass instinct. The desire of women to be attractive or men to be viral or men and women both to keep their health. There's a permanent force here that keeps people to build a stronger and more believability around what the appeal is. We're shifting desire from fulfillment offered by one product to that offered by another. This can be done with a mass technological problem, bad television reception, or corroding automobiles, or time it takes for aspirin to bring relief. But until this problem is finally solved, the customers will buy and try and buy and try again. And here the copywriter and the advertiser and the marketer have the same problem to offer the same claim of relief as the competitors, but in a new way. Now we have our second one, the forces of change. This is the beginning, the fulfillment, and the reversal of a trend. 
style, flair, a vibe. The sudden mass decision to show off a pay raise and installing a swimming pool in the backyard instead of buying the bigger car. Now, remember, in the 50s, there was the appeal of horsepower and its sudden subordination to the gas economy. Here, the marketer, the copywriter, and the advertiser are dealing with the straws in the wind that may indicate a hurricane. But the really hard part of this is how to be there first. How do we get there? And typically, that's with mass education. Like I said, it's expensive. It's almost impossible. And you're relying upon backyard gossip or community product pioneers or influencers. And the sum total of all advertising and its unconscious, unplanned, and overall effect on multiplying people's dreams and desires and thus raising a standard of living is almost impossible. So how do you channel mass desire onto a particular product? The copywriter really only has three tools to make this happen. So does the marketer, and so does the advertiser. His own knowledge of people's hopes, dreams, desires, and emotions, the product, and the advertising message, which connects the two. So, in general, they go something like this. You choose the most powerful desire that can possibly be applied to your product, give it some dimension, give it some intensity, some urgency, some degree and demand to be satisfied, and then you have to acknowledge that desire, reinforce it, and offer the means to satisfy it in a single statement in the headline of your ad or in the social media ad or in your billboard or in your marketing. All of it has to be done there. And then you take the series of performances that are built into your product, what your product does, and you show your prospect how these product performances inevitably satisfy that desire. Hopefully that's making some sense to you. Hopefully you're connecting some of the dots on this because it's the performance of your product that's satisfying the mass desire of your market that provides the selling power of your business, of your brand, of your ads, of everything. Now, in our new Neuro Insider that's coming out in January, I'm going to break down the next part of this for you. We're actually going to get into the five market stage sophistication levels and how you actually market and advertise to each one of those. I'll leave the link inside of the description. If you don't have it yet, I highly recommend you get it. It's $27 a month. There's no long-term contract and even hell, the first issue's free. It's on me. You'll get two of them when you first order. Guys, I promise you, if you understand your market's state of awareness and how to capitalize them, you're going to win. It's almost impossible for you not to. And until next time, let's make the world a better place.